I love this annual tradition that we have here on the podcast where I share my marketing and business predictions for the next year. So today, I want to share with you my 2024 marketing predictions so you can be ready as we approach the new year. At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. We've been in full-on planning mode here at Brand Mary and, of course, on the Brand Mary podcast. If you've missed any of our previous episodes over the last few weeks, definitely tune in, binge listen, binge watch over on YouTube because there is a lot of really valuable information on planning for your business in terms of planning mistakes, a step-by-step walkthrough last week of how I actually plan, so you can plan alongside of me. And today we're going to talk about a very specific segment of running your business, which of course is marketing. You either love it or you hate it, okay? But we all are marketers. Whether you had the intention when you started your business to become a marketer or not, It is one of the many hats that you are going to wear. And here at Brand Mary, we really think of marketing as the way that you share your brand with the world. And so marketing has a really special sweet spot for me as a brand strategist. And every year, I love to kind of share what I think is going to be taking off in 2024 or what's going to be changing in the new year. And that's exactly what we're gonna dive into today. So I've got five, five different things and predictions that I want you to kind of keep your eye on as we head into the new year. The first one is so fitting here because earlier this year, we started releasing video podcasts over on YouTube. And this very first prediction is all around video marketing. Now, if you go back and you listen to the past few years and the predictions that I've had, there's always a prediction around video marketing because we've seen over the years since I really started as an entrepreneur that the demand for video marketing has just continued to rise. When I was first getting started back in 2016, it was all about live video. Periscope was really taking off. Facebook Live was just getting started. Instagram Live wasn't even a thing yet. And so when I think about where we were to where we are now with this huge rise in short form video with TikToks and Reels, YouTube Shorts, Pinterest videos, It's very, very clear that consumers love video marketing. And as a marketer, we need to meet our consumers where they are. But here is the change that I really think is going to shift in 2024. We've seen a huge demand for very short videos. And while I think they're still working, a lot of the shift is moving back to longer form video content. Now, whenever we're looking at predictions, we always want to look at kind of the leader when it comes to that marketing platform. And for me, it's TikTok. TikTok is always ahead of the trends. They're always really ahead of what people want. There's a huge user base on the platform. And we're seeing more and more really over the last 30 days that TikTok is favoring long form video content. 
Now, whether they're trying to take over YouTube or not, we do not know, but it's really important to keep sight of that. That short form video might be what's working well on Instagram right now, as an example, but as we're seeing more and more, you know, branding experts, business owners, want to show up on the TikTok platform and embracing more long form video, I think we're going to see that carry over into other platforms as well. We might start to see that Instagram's like, ooh, now you can do a 10 minute reel. And so it'll be really interesting to watch over the next year. Now, whether you're on TikTok or not doesn't really matter. Why I want you to pay attention to this prediction is that I have been saying for years that long form video as a core content really is key. So this is a great example of how I create video content every single week while also creating audio content. And then I splice up this video to share on different social media platforms. So it really makes your life a lot easier as a marketer if you can start to embrace longer form content like blogging, like video, like podcasting, and be able to repurpose and break that up. It's one of the systems that I've been using for years. I consider myself the queen of repurposing. And I really encourage you to not only think about how you can refine your system around marketing in the new year, but also how you can start to embrace long form video, because I think it's coming back, baby. I think we're going to see more and more of this working on YouTube again, going back to vlogging, working again, longer form video. TikTok, obviously, as I mentioned, is really promoting longer form video. And I'm interested to see how live video starts to make a return. I think whether it's near the end of 2024 or into 2025, maybe live video coming back. We've seen a decrease in it in terms of the platform showing your video to people and people showing up live. But I think there's going to be a shift because we're de- we're requiring a little bit more from people. Short form videos was so hot. <laughs> it's so hot, right? And it was so fun and it was so quick and easy to consume. But I think consumers are getting really burnt out and they're tired of seeing the same thing over and over and over again. And the same person doing the same thing and the same trend by 17 different people that all looks and sounds exactly the same. And consumers are going to be demanding more. And that's where long form video is going to come in. So start thinking about right now how you can start incorporating a long form video strategy into your current marketing plan and maybe have a goal to start doing that by Q2 or Q3 of the next year. Another thing that points us in this direction is that we were seeing a big rise in entrepreneurs turning their podcast into video podcasts. I've been seeing more and more more people talk about how they're now recording their podcasts when it's been strictly audio for years. And again, I think that comes back to what do the platforms want? How are consumers, you know, taking in the content that we're ultimately creating and what makes it easier on us when it comes to repurposing. So it's kind of a win-win. And obviously I love video marketing. And so we started right there. Okay. The second trend that I think is going to continue to rise. And honestly, it's something we've always done here at Brand Mary. Don't want to toot my own horn, but toot toot is customization and personalization. I don't just mean putting first name in your email that you're sending out to your email list. While that can be great, I also think people are getting a little burnt out. They're like, I know you send this email to 10,000 people. I know you send this email to 5,000 people. I know you didn't write this specifically to me. And while that used to be like 
the sweet spot for a lot of people, consumers, again, are demanding more. And rightfully so. There's a lot of information on the internet. We're being bombarded with a lot of things. Everyone sounds and looks exactly the same because of short form video, like I mentioned before. So how can you, as the marketer, as the business owner, really embrace more customization and personalization. Now, how I've been doing it here at Brand Mary over the years really is centered around outreach. And it's something that I do with every single one of my launches. Anytime I'm actively selling, I think somebody would be a good fit for my program based on a past email exchange or DM on Instagram or they've emailed the team and asked a question from a training or about a program, I will reach out to them personally. If we see via a challenge or a webinar that someone's really engaged with the content, I will reach out to them personally. And that personalization really goes miles when it comes to launching. It makes people feel seen, heard, and understood, which really is the key to successful marketing. If you can make your audience feel seen and not just another number on your email list, you can really let them know that you understand where they are with the customization to your messaging and you're going to be able to build that trust a lot faster. A lot of people neglect this because it feels like more work, but it's really not. One of the ways that we've been doing it here at Brand Mary for a long time is I will record a very simple one minute video that says hello and says their name. And then I ask if they have any specific questions about the program. I let them know that I would love to chat personally with them. I know that this decision can be really hard to make. I know there are a lot of choices online. I want them to feel good about it. And I genuinely mean that. And I record a bunch of these videos every time we're launching or selling something, or I have some in my mind that might be a good fit for my product or my service. And it really pays off. So think to yourself, the next time you're going to schedule, you know, five social media posts that may or may not get seen by your ideal customer to promote your launch, could you rather spend that time to just send some personalized emails to these really warm and hot leads and close the deal in a truly genuine way? So we've been seeing this working for me at Brand Mary for the last three years I've been doing this. So this isn't really new, but I want more people to embrace it because it's so powerful. Another level of this is really understanding your ideal customer. And I talk about ideal customer work all the time. But ideal customer work is so important because as we're seeing more and more businesses pop up and obviously the virality and the trends and all of those things that have been just completely taking off in the last year, two years, again, consumers are going to want more of this personal approach. So can you send a DM when you have someone who comments on your post or reaches out to you? Can you send a voice note over just typing something? It's like going that little extra mile that really sets your brand apart. Another piece where it comes to your ideal customer is being specific with your messaging. The more specific you are with your messaging, which of course should be speaking to your ideal customer, the more it's going to feel personal to your reader. And that really is key. So when you're creating your content, when you're crafting your stories, when you're making your videos, are you talking to everyone or are you talking to your ideal customer? There is this amazing person 
Um, she has an Instagram account. I can't think of a first name. It's the workout witch on Instagram. And yes, I'm doing like a shout out. I do not know her personally at all, but I have one of her programs and she focuses on trauma release in the body. When I look at her Instagram and her reels, it feels like she's calling me out every single time. And when you read the comments, people are like, whoa, how did you know that this is me? This is me to a T. That right there is so freaking solid. I saw two of her reels and I bought her course. And I know a lot of people who have done that as well. That is a great example of being just so specific with that messaging that your audience almost feels like that reel was just sent privately to them. It speaks so clearly to them. So don't just put it in a little box and be like, oh, Michelle said I have to send voice notes and Michelle said that I need to send videos. No, what I'm also saying and what I'm really emphasizing is when you know your ideal customer, creating very specific messaging and content around that so that it feels as if you are speaking to just them. It's gonna be big. It's gonna be big in the next year and it's going to be required. All right, number Three, I love email marketing. You all know I love email marketing. I still think it is queen. However, we've got to take it a step further from email marketing. It's been really interesting to see this change since I've become an entrepreneur, and I imagine it was changing long before then as well. But when I first got started, pretty much every single person was focused on Facebook groups or some type of free community. I myself had a free community called the Authentic Brand Builders, and we I loved it. I loved it for a really long time. But then as I started traveling, I realized that I didn't love showing up there anymore, and we were generating more of an ROI from my email list than we were the group. So I made the decision at the time to close the group. And Part of that is because I also don't like Facebook and I don't like Facebook groups. So there you go. And then we went all in on email marketing. I had been building my email list for a while, but like really went all in on it. Almost all of our promotions, every sale, everything was just focused on my email list. And again, worked amazing. Top priority, getting people off the platform, capturing leads on my website. But over the last couple of years, because of the changes in data when it relates to email marketing in terms of open rates and click-through rates and people being able to opt in to automatically open their emails, which of course skews the data for us as small business owners, we can't really see, are people opening our emails? Is the content really amazing? Are people clicking through? I don't know. I don't know if this is automated or genuine. And we're starting to see what was happening back in 2016, 2017, come back to the surface. Now I'll give you an example of this. Who has seen all of the chat bot type of things on Instagram? An example of this is comment the word plan and I will send you a link to my new class. I do this too, right? These are automated through different chat bot tools where you can set it up if someone comments below, then automatically send them the link. Now you're connected via DM, right? You're, you're opening the conversation in a different way. Chatbots, and specifically ManyChat, which is a platform that I've used for many years, I was using that nonstop in 2016 and 2017. It started to fizzle, and now it is back in full swing. 
Another thing that we're seeing are these communities. So Instagram is a great example. They have created these communities that you as an entrepreneur or a public figure can create where you invite people to join and you're able to send one-way messages. So you're able to say, hey, there's a new podcast. Hey, I've got a launch going on. What questions do you have about this? And again, you're able to connect outside of email. We're also seeing it with the close friends on Instagram. And I think we're going to continue to see all these different platforms start to show us how we can create little pods or communities. I created a VIP channel over on Instagram. If you're interested, head to at Michelle Knight Co. And you can click right in my profile and join the VIP channel. Now, I'm not going all in on this channel. I'm not going to be spending every waking moment on Instagram. I'm still prioritizing my email list, but what it does, it is it allows people who are really invested in hearing from me, who have said, yes, I wanna be in this private group. I wanna be part of this channel. Yes, I wanna be considered a VIP to take that next step. And in my mind, those are very warm, hot leads that I can continue to nurture and offer my products and services to. It just gives me another touch point. So while I'm not advocating that everybody go out and open another Facebook group, I'm not doing it, okay? Think of different ways that you can create these small communities and touch points outside of just email marketing. And again, it could be as simple as using a chat bot to just make sure you're connected via DM, or you could go the next step, of course, in creating a free community or some sort of free channel for your audience. All right, I got two more and they're hot topics, let me tell you. Number four, AI. I mean, how can I, how can I do a prediction? as a business owner and a marketer and not talk about AI. 2023, if, if I were to say, what was the main theme in 2023? It would be ChatGPT took off. And of course, it's not the only AI tool that we have. There are so many. And we've been using AI for years as business owners. But what I think was the really sweet spot is it was able to help us formulate ideas, help us write copy, help us streamline our systems. It's only going to continue to increase. Now, what I want to talk about as it relates to AI, though, are two key pieces. Because I'm not going to dive into the whole thing and like, should we be using it? Should we not be using it? I use it in my business. I love it, but I'm very specific with how I use it. And the way that I use it as a business owner is to streamline my efforts, to make what I'm doing more efficient. So I'm using it, for example, to repurpose my content. So I'm using a free tool that allows me to post a link to my YouTube video, and then it creates 30 to 60 second clips that I can use a short form video, right? I don't have to go through and watch the whole video. It captions it, it's good to go. It saves me a ton of time. We're also utilizing transcripts, right? Using AI to transcribe the video. And then using ChatGPT to help me turn that transcript into a blog post. So 
amazing, amazing ways for you to save yourself so much time and energy as an entrepreneur by utilizing these AI tools. And I still stand by that that right there is the bread and butter of using AI. And I'm so thankful that it all came out this year because again, I've been teaching repurposing for a very long time. I've been using it in my business for a very long time. But it is time consuming. It can be time consuming. And this makes it accessible to everyone. But here is the thing that I really want you to look for with AI over the next year. More and more, your branding work is going to be essential. And there's two reasons for that. Number one is that if you really want these tools to work for you, they need to know who you are who your ideal customer is, and what your key messaging, your voice, your tone, your brand emotions are. If you think that you can just feed ChatGPT a question and you're going to get something that's actually specific to you and your brand, you're way off base. And there are a lot of people doing that and you can freaking tell. The more that you know your brand and you've set that solid foundation, the more that you can get these tools to actually work for you. But the mistake that so many entrepreneurs are going to make if they're not already making this mistake is as AI continues to pick up, they're going to be using it blindly. Feed these tools the information that they need to give you the best results. Because if you don't, your messaging can be really off base. And then what happens? There's no customization. There's no personalization. You sound like everybody else. It's regurgitated information on the internet. Why would anyone need to invest with you? There's a million other people that sound exactly like you. Your brand is essential when it comes to your marketing. And I've been saying that for years, but it's more important now than it has ever been before. Because of the rise of these tools and these automations, it is so important that you are still authentic, that you are still in alignment with your brand and you're able to communicate that. So. Embrace the tools, love the tools, use them to make your work more efficient. Take that transcript and turn it into a blog post in 10 seconds. But please know your brand foundations so that one, you can feed the AI tool the information that it needs in order to give you what you need, right? To promote your business. And two, when it gives you the information, you can very clearly look at that and say, I need to change this. This does not look like my brand. No, thank you. Yes to this. No to this. Yes to this. And you can fine tune it and you can make it very specific to you. Which leads me to number five. Uh, Some of you might be listening to this and be like, how has Michelle not talked about brand storytelling yet? She talks about it every year. Well, here we are. Number five, brand storytelling. I wanted to talk about brand storytelling as it relates to what I just mentioned around AI. And the rise of everyone sounding exactly the same. Obviously, you can see a trend here with what's been happening. All the trends, the copy and paste, the templates. I feel like when I scroll on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube or even Pinterest, I just feel like I'm going through the same exact information from like 10 different people. And as a consumer, it can almost feel like, what is the point of this anymore? How do I know who is authentic? How do I know who is true when, again, everybody sounds exactly the same? Brand storytelling. 
It's the answer. It's been the answer for a very long time. I was recently talking to someone around my journey and I was talking to them about where I started. And when I first started my business, I didn't know a single thing around brand storytelling. I knew nothing. No one was really talking about it. I mean, I'm sure if I had scoured the internet and dug deeper into the, you know, the pages of Google, page three, page four, I might have found it, but it wasn't a hot topic. It wasn't in your face like it is today. I fell into it, as I've mentioned before. I just started sharing stories because it's all I had. I didn't have the expertise or the experience or the framework or the hot tips or the hot takes yet. All I had was my story and the, you know, small moments that I had that I could share with my audience to build that know, like, and trust factor. And it worked so well that I then dove into finding all that I could about brand storytelling and how to be effective with it. And over the years, brand storytelling has been what I've been featured on podcasts for, virtual summits, why people hire me. It's integrated into every single one of my offers. I've done workshops and all of those amazing things. But this last year, as I was really evaluating mid-year, where I saw my business going and what I love the most and how I think I can really serve entrepreneurs as we move into a new part of our digital age, I came back to brand storytelling. Entrepreneurs, you watching and listening to this need to know how to tell better stories as a business owner and not just your brand story and not just email stories, every type of story when it comes to marketing your business. Because how we market today with short form video, captions, carousels, emails, podcasts, copy on our website, freebies, all of those things, webinars, storytelling is present in all of those pieces as it should be. But nobody's really teaching how to do all of those different elements. And while I'm not releasing all of the details yet, there is a future brand storytelling course coming from Brand Mary in the new year that I'm super jazzed about. But what I want you to do starting right now is look at your content over the last 30 or 60 days and really look at it and ask yourself, was I sharing story? Was I connecting in this way? Was I painting a picture? Was I being vulnerable? Was I really imagining my ideal customer and using emotionally charged language, as I call it, descriptive words that pull them in, that make them feel like they're being spoken to specifically? And if the answer is no, literally today, your next piece of content, I want you to take a story-focused approach. I want you to A, Share a personal story that you have that ties into a lesson that you learned, a mistake that you made, right? People love when you share mistakes. I share them all the time. My audience loves it. You eat it up (laughs) because you want to know, like, what did you do so I can avoid it? Something specific, uh, a moment where you learned something. I think I mentioned this, but a moment when you learned something and how you've used that in your own life. Think about your ideal customer. Think about a conversation that you had with a client or a community member this week, something they said to you and what you talked and said back to them. That is a story. What you're doing is you're inviting people in. And with storytelling and with this specific approach to creating content and marketing your business, so much amazing things 
happen. Now, we have a storytelling mega episode here on the podcast that we will link in the show notes if you want to jump into that. That'll give you a nice little head start into the new year before the new branding storytelling course comes out. But the whole point here is that when we tell stories, the connection that our audience feels makes the content more memorable. It makes them feel something. It invites them into your world. Even if they've never experienced what you are talking about, just the art of storytelling connects with them, called neurocoupling, okay? I'm gonna get real nerdy over here, and pulls them in. It is so much more effective. And the brands that are telling the stories are the brands that are standing out. And dare I say, Brand storytelling, when done correctly, can actually be the easiest form of content that you create. When I use my framework and my methodology around storytelling to write emails, I can get those suckers done in 10 to 15 minutes. I wrote one last night in 10 minutes. I was like, oh, I forgot to write an email. We had a busy weekend. My parents came back in town for the holidays, and I totally forgot. So I sat down with my laptop while we were watching a Christmas movie, And I just said, I'm going to tell a story. And there it flew out. It's so powerful. And it makes it so much easier on you as a marketer. And so I really encourage you, as you're thinking of how you're going to show up, share content in the new year, prioritize, prioritize storytelling. Because I'll tell you what it does is it definitely differentiates you. Because as more and more people follow trends, and more and more people regurgitate information, and more and more people use AI tools to even pretend to be someone else online, it will be the storytelling that sets you apart. It will be the storytelling that says, this is the person I like. Got it. This is the brand that I follow. Let me shut out all the noise. Let me see what they have to offer. It's been working for me since 2016, okay? And if you're not already using it, if you're not already prioritizing it, now is the time. I'll be back in the new year to show you exactly how to do that in my new course. But for now, just look at the content that you're creating and start experimenting and playing with telling stories in your business. Don't hesitate to pull back the curtain and invite people in. It can be so beneficial as you're building your authentic brand online. All right, that's it. Five trends and predictions I am seeing for the new year. I'm so excited to come back and revisit these mid-year to see, was she right? I don't know, we'll find out. I am so happy that you tuned into this episode. I hope that you just take one, even just one thing from this episode. It's gonna be huge for you and your marketing in the new year. And keep an eye on these predictions and see how you can start to integrate them into your marketing strategy for the year ahead. Speaking of marketing, as of today, I have just opened the doors to my membership, Brand Mary Academy. Yes, this is only the second time I've opened them this year. This will be the last time that we are offering access to the marketing course library to new members. If you want to get more information, go to brandmary.com slash academy to get all the details. Doors are open through the end of the year, but we do have gradual price increases and bonuses expiring. Brandmary Academy is your one-stop shop 
to grow your business using sustainable marketing strategies and having the support at your fingertips so you don't sit in overwhelm and confusion because it can be really, really easy to do. I even need support in my business to ask questions. So not only do you have access to a community where you can tag me directly, private community, hey, we talked about that already. You also get two strategy calls every single month where you can chat with me on video and you're going to get access to my full marketing mini course library, which includes teaching you how to set up your site-wide SEO, how to blog, use Pinterest, long-form video, short-form video, repurposing, productivity tools, storytelling, it's all in there. And this will be your last chance to snag that full course library this year. So head to brandmary.com academy. So excited to welcome new members into the program. I'll be back next week with the final episode of 2023. It's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna share with you what I wish I knew at the beginning of this year and how much has changed. I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.